And I'm Stacey Brewmaker. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we've got a room full of writers here. Hey, hello. We've got a box full of donuts. We've got mimosas and screwdrivers. Yes, all kind of good stuff. And I'm open to slicing donuts now with a knife. Guys, if, this is big. Tune into the first episode. This has been a revolutionary week. That's we all. have converted Nate. She <laughs> is all about cutting up donuts now. Okay. Well, I'll eat the ones that you cut. I, I haven't actually sliced the donut myself. That's too far. I gotta That's take this. Tr- Step by step, week by week. I'll be your, I'll be your Huckleberry Nate. <laughs> oh. I'll cut those donuts. <laughs> uh, speaking of donuts, let's get to the monologue. Okay, <laughs> start there. How do you guys like that segue? <laughs> as smooth as the cream inside my donut. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Nate. Uh, have you heard about this one? A man on an American Airlines flight randomly touched the faces of passengers. Some people got yeah. upset. While others said, I still plan to vote for you, Mr. Biden. Oh, okay. <laughs> he still flies commercial. Biden gets a pass. Biden gets a pass. Oh, yeah, we know. You love Biden. I don't buy it. It wasn't an Amtrak. <laughs> Amtrak of the sky. Oh, at least it wasn't Greyhound bus. That's, oh, gosh. I have some stories. No, uh, I'd be weird if they didn't touch my face on a Greyhound bus. <laughs> yeah, you, that comes with the price of the ticket. You get what you pay for. Uh, speaking of touching faces, New Jersey has become the seventh state to permit assisted suicide. Ooh. Ooh. But can I just say, before you kill yourself, have you tried leaving New Jersey? <laughs> I know seems you have, Stacey. Seems less messier. I mean, it's, I tried it. It's great. Move to California. <laughs> um, for the first time ever, no religion has topped a survey of Americans' religious identity. Oh. Yeah. Turns out Ariane was right. <laughs> that, that was all of us in the corner losing our religion it's the end of the world as we know it and we feel fine oh, no that reference doesn't work here all right you guys <laughs> and finally a fire broke out the first night of coachella oh. yeah. sounds like things got a little too lit are the influencers okay? <laughs> they got third degree burns AF. There's some really great uh, Instagram posts from that fire. I'm just kidding. Uh, hashtag Coachella's on fire. Now you can be at, at Coachella and Burning Man at the same time. <laughs> Where were you when we were writing the jokes? <laughs> it's on the board, Ben. I posted it. Okay, as we all know, President Trump is hell-bent on building a wall between America and Mexico. And now Trump has threatened to close down the border altogether. Okay. And since he's threatened to close down the border wall, the price of avocados has risen more than 44%. That's crazy. That's crazy. So who better to interview about an avocado shortage than a millennial? Sure. Okay. All right. (laughs) Please welcome Skylar. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, Skylar, I, I have to say, you look a little old to be a millennial. I'll have you know, I'm a real millennial. I was born in 1980. It's a good year. Oh, all right. Okay, so I was born in 1978, so that makes me uh, a part. I'm actually a Generation Xer, like the cast of Reality Bites. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Skylar, how do you feel about Trump threatening to close the Mexican border? Nate, uh-huh. it's going to be really messed up. Up. I know, right? Yeah. If he shuts down the border, Mm-mm-mm. no more avocado toast. What? <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, 
Surely this is this border shutdown is more than just avocado toast, though, right? Of course. This means a lot to me, Stacy. I mean, I myself am a dreamer. Oh, wow. Your parents are undocumented immigrants, but you have the right to stay because of the Dream Act? What? Ew. No. I dream of a land where I can order avocado toast any place, any time. That's ridiculous. And especially not at 85% markup. This is why I am putting my Chelsea boot down and making a stand. What? <laughs> First of all, they are nice boots. Second of all, Thank how you. are you making a stand? I made a petition. Advocates for Avocado Toast via change.org. It's already got 3,000 likes. Or you can donate directly to my Venmo. The Skylar is falling. Okay, it sounds like you are trying to make money off the plight of immigrants, Skylar. Mm-hmm. Nothing could be further from the truth. I'm concerned for the rights of the immigrants to pick avocados. <laughs> all right, you know what, Skylar? You don't care about immigrants at all. You're just another selfish millennial. Mm-hmm. Aren't, come, aren't you a little old to be thinking this way? I care about immigrants. I care about a lot of social issues. Take, for instance, the other day, I got into an argument on Facebook supporting a woman's right to have an abortion. Okay, well, you know, at least you support a woman's right to choose. Of course. I also support my right to not have to pay child support. See, that's trifling. Uh, see, that's trifling. All right, Skylar, I'm, I'm confused, okay? I thought millennials were more progressive when it came to social issues. I care so much about avocados that I donated my Facebook status to oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> it took a lot. It hurt. I'm so progressive, I wouldn't care if my wife made more money than me and I was a stay-at-home husband while she worked all day. All right, so what would you be doing while she's at work all day? Make avocado toast. Oh, God. Oh, Skylar, everyone. <laughs> Bye, Skylar. Oh, my goodness. That's a problem with millennials these days. Just lazy. <laughs> these lazy days. activism. <laughs> these days. You know, back in my day, oh. millennials knew how to act. Right. <laughs> your day there weren't millennials yeah i know whatever i just you know hey it does make make generation x look a little better we were like known as the slacker generation right so now we're actually we look like the get up and go generation compared to the millennials although millennials have like 15 jobs who knew you guys (laughs) were right about trying all this time I did. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to our uh, next news story. So uh, we've all heard about uh, Julian Assange. After living at the Equor- uh, Ecuadorian embassy in London for over six years, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange was dragged out and immediately arrested by the British police. So for more on that, we go to our on-location correspondent, Rama Valori. Uh, Rama, can you hear me? Greetings, Stacy, or should I say, que pasa, from inside the Ecuadorian embassy. Oh, gosh. Okay, so what's it like inside Assange's old room? Well, you'd expect Albino Cumberbatch to live in the room from 2001 A Space Odyssey, right? Flawlessly clean, a couple computers, maybe some tasteful nudes on the walls. Wrong! It's a shithole. Literally. He rubbed his own shit on the walls. Oh, oh, okay. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. All right. Okay. So why did Ecuador kick Assange out? Two reasons. One, he said he had a panic button ready, which was information he could use to take down the embassy. And two, he lived like a giant wet rat. He was skateboarding in the hallways, blasting Pantera, and finger painting with his feces. Oh, gross. Can we, all right, can we stop with the shit talk? Jesus. All right, uh, so how was Assange planning to follow through on his threat? Not sure exactly. 
Sorry to give such a crappy answer. Oh, good. Mama. <laughs> Don't look, laugh at him. Don't okay, encourage him to say. That was a good one. I'd all right. <laughs> look, all we know is he repeatedly threatened Ecuador and their ambassador, Jaime Merchan. So they got tired of his shenanigans and kicked him out just in time for me to move in. Wait, what do you mean move in? Oh, I took Assange's old room. Needed a place to lay low while the fuzz is after me. I just had to promise to scrub the walls. Oh, wait. Wait a minute, what did you do? Why is the fuzz after you? Um, promise not to tell anyone, but I taunted a beef eater. What? what? Uh, <laughs> man, you're supposed to drink beef eater, not taunt them. Hey, look, they're dressed up like Paddington Bear with weird furry things on their heads. They're meant to be mocked. So I did what any good American tourist did. I went and I mocked them. But apparently, you can't get into staring contests or tickle them or pour hot soup down their trouser fronts to distract them. The good news is the statute of limitations on beef eater taunting is only two weeks. So hopefully I can hide out that long. And fortunately, Assange left me his novel to read. Oh, he wrote a not what novel? Oh, it's great. It's got this long title. Uh, it's Atención, Información Clasificado Solamente por los Ojos de Presidente Lenin Moreno, which means Attention, Classified Information Solely for the Eyes of President Lenin Moreno. Great title, right? Oh, wait, Rum, I think that's Assange's panic button. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a button. This is a. It's a. Bu- oh, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Understandably so. <laughs> I told you, you pay him too much. I know. No one what will accept the job for that much. What can I say? What can I say? Okay, well, that was a pretty uh, shitty segment. Speaking of uh. shit. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that was the worst. And you know, the worst part about buying new underwear is having to break it in. But you'll never have that problem with your undies, the nation's only slightly used underwear exchange program. They carry name brands like Jockey, Hanes, and Fruit of the Loom, though it's sometimes hard to tell because the tag is worn off. Dare to wear previously owned underwear from your undies. Not legal in Ohio or Georgia. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're real stricklers in Ohio. <laughs> it's tense. I'd wear. Uh, I, you know, I'd be interested in uh, donating used undies. That would be. I got plenty oh. of those. Oh, like the ladies from Orange Is the New Black. Yeah. Wait, you why know? donate them? You could sell them for like a killing. Really? Could I? In some places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and why do you know do you that? Know yeah, Brian. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How much are they worth? Brian, you tell us. He piped in real quick about right. You can sell them. I mean, they sell them in vending machines in the sketchier parts of Japan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But do you have a connect? Because it beats driving <laughs> Lyft or Uber. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, you gotta try. You gotta well, keep your options open. I guess I'll stick to feet work. <laughs> Speaking of feet, uh, the website MySpace announced recently that it has lost all music that was uploaded to the site from 2003 to 2015. 
an estimated 53 million songs. Mm. Here to talk about here to talk about it is Kevin Torgelson, frontman of early 2000 indie pop punk folk new metal group Retainer Breath. Hey Stacy, hey Nate, good hey. to be here. Rock on. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. So Kevin, tell us how this MySpace news has affected you. Oh man, Stace, this is just the worst. For 12 glorious years, Retainer Breath was my entire life. It was me, my best friend Kevin Dorfman on bass, my other best friend Kevin Chu on drums, our turntablist Kevin Triplehorn. That's a lot of Kevins. So, uh, so, your, so your band was pretty big in the MySpace days, huh? Oh, are you kidding? We were the biggest and the best. We were right up there with the heaves, foot meets face, and snow day. We all had each other in our top eight. Wow. Uh, so who were your influences? Oh, we were like if Jimmy Eat World met up with Linkin Park and they went to a Wu-Tang Clan concert together. And also if they had a banjo player. Okay, I'm having a hard time picturing what that would sound like. Oh, no problem. I'll just pull up our MySpace page oh. and... Oh, damn it. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. It's all yeah. gone, huh? Yeah, I can't believe it. All our songs just disappeared. You don't have any songs that survived the crash? Stace... Our band was founded January 1st, 2003, and we broke up December 31st, 2015. Oh, wow. So your band's entire run was in the window of the MySpace server crash. That's right. Oh, darn. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about that. What, what were some of your song titles? Oh, let's see. Uh, probably our most popular song was My Love For You Is Like Stella on Comedy Central. It'll Never Go Away. Uh, then there was You're More Beautiful Than Lindsay Lohan and Herbie Fully Loaded. Uh, and of course, who could forget George W. Bush may have rolled back protections on federally protected wetlands, but I'll never stop protecting you, girl. Timeless one. classics. Oh, that one's a ballad. <laughs> uh, you know, there are other ways to get your music out there, right? I mean, have you tried SoundCloud or Spotify? No way, Stace. Retainer Breath was born on MySpace. We'll die on MySpace. I guess you gotta respect that dedication. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, do you want to try singing a few bars? Oh, sure. Yeah, let me just, just find my note. Uh, oh, what oh. is that? <laughs> That's all I have left. <laughs> oh, well, um, hopefully you can get the band back together. Yeah, it's just hard to schedule band practice these days between all my shifts handing out AOL starter CDs. CDs. Oh, no. Um, so, Kevin, do you have any other social media you want to plug, like your Facebook or Twitter handle? What are those? Oh, man, never mind. Kevin Torgelson, everybody. <laughs> oh, gosh. Where did you find him? <laughs> I just... <laughs> he was just hanging out. <laughs> Just on the corner. On the next, obviously, yes. So. Poor my, poor MySpace. Rest in peace, my, um, rest in peace, MySpace. Oh well. Speaking of websites, okay, um, you can find out more information on our website, which was designed using CircleSpace. CircleSpace gives you the tools to create your own beautiful website, and all you need to do is learn HTML, Photoshop, and InDesign. CircleSpace gives you custom options like. Putting text in bold and italics. <laughs> to set up your site now, go to www.circlespace.tumblr.juno.com. 
backslash new client backslash simple backslash easy. Then be sure to put the nightcap with Stacy Roommaker podcast in the referral box for a 2% discount. Ooh, yeah. that sweet 2% discount. Yeah, welcome. Everybody trying to save a little money, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all trying to save money. Uh, let's, get to our, let's get to our next segment. All right, so moving on. In people from Florida are crazy as hell news. Mayor Ken Gwynn of Ocala, Florida, signed a proclamation designating April 26th as a time in which to honor the memories of those who sacrificed their lives in the war between the states. In other words, he wants to have a Confederate Memorial Day celebration. Mm-hmm. Here to explain what the heck is going on is Ocala City Council Member Helen McCoy. Howdy, y'all. First of all, I want to make it clear. I voted against the proclamation. Ocala is in central Florida, and celebrating the Confederacy is such a panhandle move. All right, all right. So why does your mayor want to have a Confederate Memorial Day anyway? Well, it's pretty obvious Mayor Gwynn supports the KKK. He denies it, but just like not all heroes wear capes, not all Klansmen wear hoods. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so what about the argument that Confederate Memorial Day is not about celebrating slavery, but it's about remembering war veterans? That's the cover for the racist dog whistle. Just look at the list of activities the mayor's proposed. He wants to have wieners served on hot burning cross buns. Mm, very subtle, not. There would be a traditional 50s-style diner. Well, I'm from Jersey, so I love traditional diners. Stacy, traditional means whites only in the South, where mayonnaise is considered too spicy. He also (laughs) wants Confederate Memorial Day to have a face painting booth for the kids. All right, well, that sounds okay. They only have black paint. Oh, hell no. Okay. No. No. There's some other events, but I don't want to say what they're called because I don't want to get canceled by the kids on Twitter. That's fine. Luckily, none of this will ever happen. The mayor lost the vote in the city council. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Although, now Mayor Gwynn is proposing a day to commemorate the war against the city council to commemorate the war between the state. (laughs) What? Racism some sore losers man they really are well thanks for joining us and fighting to make florida seem less terrible helen y'all come visit ocala anytime our mayor is trash (laughs) but we're only an hour and 15 minute drive from orlando it's a small world after all (laughs) now i'm gonna have that damn song in my head all day losing my religion Yes, losing my religion. Hashtag not all Floridians. Well, the show is already off to a great start. And nothing starts your day like bacon and eggs. But all too often, Americans are being forced to choose between eating a wholesome, nutritious breakfast and getting some necessary paperwork done. That's why the good people at FryingPan.com invented the frying pan stapler. The only frying pan on the market that is also a stapler. Shave countless hours off your morning routine by making eggs and stapling papers together all at the same time. (laughs) Only available at (laughs) fryingpans.com. I'm going to get it. That sounds really good. It's all about the multitasking, man. You have some dope sponsors. Yeah, I really do. (laughs) We really do. We're fortunate. Very fortunate. 
You know what else we're fortunate? Yeah, what? The podcast is almost over. We're on our last segment. Can you believe it? It's crazy. This is our segment uh, where we uh, talk off the cuff about some uh, topical things in a a segment we like to call Rip on the Clip. Let's do it. Uh, so I'm actually really interested, uh, in the story. We have a few arrests going on. We already mentioned the Julian Assange arrest. Yeah. Who else is going to prison? Maybe Lori Laughlin? You know, she should. Like, and I, you know, she just looks so smug. But she's so pretty. Okay. And so <laughs> her pretty ass will be some great gel baits. <laughs> just because she doesn't look remorseful. She just looks smug all the time. Yeah. Man, every time she's on television now. Going to yoga and shit, like... Well, obviously, she didn't think she was going to serve jail time because she turned down... She turned down this plea deal from the DA. Well, supposedly, she thought the judge wasn't being serious, but after all the years she spent on Full House, she can't tell whether someone's making a joke or not. Cut it out. (laughs) Cut it out. How rude, Nate. I mean, judges are notorious pranksters. You can't believe anything they say. Because that's why the old expression is, as silly as a judge. (laughs) They say that in Jersey. They say as dead as a judge in Jersey. As dead as a judge. Early to bed, early to rise makes a man silly as a judge. There it is. So yeah, I, 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 she's probably going to go to jail because she spent so much money to get her daughter that didn't even want to go to college in the USC. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, she spent she way overspent because um, who, uh, Felicity, Felicity Huffman, Huffman, who is one of my favorite actresses, so watch how y'all handle her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like her too. I'm a big I'm a big fan of her. How much did she pay? She, she did. owned it, and they only spent like what fifty thousand or something 15, like that. Fifteen, right? Fifteen. Fifteen. She okay, got a that's a respectable. Yeah, she got a bargain. Uh, you know, that yeah. means Lori Laughlin's daughter is a lot dumber than Felicity Huffman's daughter. <laughs> or it just means that Lori Laughlin is a lot dumber, which explains why. Her oh, either way, daughter, yeah. yeah. So, how long do you think she she should spend in jail? Like it says a year, 10 max years? twenty. Do you, so you want to give her the max? Twenty. I I, I don't want to give her the max, but can wow. you imagine? Well, the real years? question is: Are we canceling Mosimo? You know what I mean? From Target. Because you know her husband created the Mosimo clothing line. Listen. And I know that Target, you know. If we cancel Mosimo, is that how you pronounce it? I don't even know. Yeah, is it Mosimo? Mosimo? Oh, Mosimo. Listen, Nate, we can't cancel Mosimo because I'll basically be naked. Okay. We <laughs> Everything don't I own is from Target. Let's cancel it then. <laughs> Brandon. Get more sponsors. <laughs> Yeah, the podcast, you know, the naked, that's what we should do, the naked podcast. Holy nude podcast. We're all sitting around in the nude. You don't even know. As like a technical guy here, I I feel I should uh, chime in here and let you know that uh, there's no video pictures, so nudity is probably not really, not going to be I'm just saying, I just not... It's just, for us, not them. Oh, all right. Now that it's makes just more sense, us, Robert. We're just, you know, this is theater of the mind, Robert. Robert don't don't rain on our parade. Yeah, really. Um, just a group of friends recording a podcast naked. There's nothing wrong with that. We'll put towels down. <laughs> oh. Okay, bad idea. Bad idea. Uh, it's fun. I've already scotch guarded the couch. We're good. Sure, sure, you did. Okay, um, who scotch guards anymore? He does. <laughs> Robert is the last. Do you know how many times this thing has vomited on me and the furniture? And did you just call your son record, this thing? Yes. He's pointing at Lawrence. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the, for the record, he's pointing at his child, um, <laughs> which makes sense. That's a good. That's a good father. <laughs> 
Scotch guards his couch. Yeah, you know? I think so. That's that's really I what father is. I still guard too. Actually. You do. Yeah, you know what? I tell you, you actually look like the kind of person that would Scotch guard. Yeah, it's it's clean and together. And I Marie Kondo three years ago before the Netflix series just put it out there. She always <laughs> mentioned. I think she I mentioned do. this on last week's <laughs> podcast <I> too. <laughs> that you I'm were head of the game, yes. guys. Well, Italians <laughs> cover their furniture in plastic, so we don't have right. to Scotch guard. Ooh. We just wipe down. Oh, so Italians and hood mamas do that, right? Oh yeah, do they? Yeah, yeah I guess so. My mom and I hood, but when I went to my friend's house, like, you know, suburb adjacent, mm-hmm. I was like, it is sticky in the summer. I do not want to sit on plastic. It's so <laughs> sticky. It's not cool. It really is sticky. I remember sleeping many nights on my grandmother's couch, uh, but you put a sheet down. It's okay. It's fine. Um, it's still not comfortable, but anyway. <laughs> you deserve to sit on the couch. Yeah. Uh, in other prison news, I, I just remember there's this headline. Uh, Mike... The situation Sorrentino from Jersey Shore (laughs) is apparently in prison and hanging out uh, with Billy McFarland, the creator of the Fire Festival. Oh, of course, they're buddies. So is he going to be the new Ja Rule? Did did he become the new partner of Billy McFarland? (laughs) I don't know. It just says they're hanging out. So I guess they're like doing sit-ups. and. Who told them? Who who saw them hanging out? Everybody else is in prison. Who's snitching? Uh, <laughs> Who's getting the stitches? <laughs> According to this, uh, DJ, uh, uh, Vinny, Vinny Guad, I can't pronounce it. Oh, it's uh, Vinny. Racist. You just say Vinny. We don't can't. know. Vin- we don't care. Vinny on the Jenny McCarthy show on Sirius XM was so talking about snitching. it. So he's snitching. He's snitching. He's from Jersey, Stacy. I know. What, what do you do with snitches in Jersey? Get him cement shoes. Yeah. Wait, who's this guy that just invaded our podcast recording? Hi, I'm Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> Rama, you're here. Nope, still Tanner. <laughs> that's I dedication to um, the character. Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's. Okay, so big event tonight. The most important event in my life going on tonight is Game of Thrones is back. Hell yeah. Hey, winter has come. Winter has come. By the time this podcast come out, it'll already have been shown. But since we haven't seen it yet, there can be no spoilers. So uh, we can talk about it freely. What I want to know from everyone is what snacks are you eating tonight in preparation <laughs> of Game of Thrones? That's really all I want to know about. I'll be drinking 13 goblets of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's this guy? That's a snout. Tatter's uh, father. <laughs> I'll begin there and... Uh, a pigeon pie, I think, <laughs> it should, should be good, and uh, just uh, a Taco Bell party pack. <laughs> you know all the maesters going for the Taco Bell. It's a, it's a favorite in the, in the Citadel. You just have a, oh, a Taco Bell on the inside. It's like that movie Richie Rich, except instead of McDonald's inside, we have the Taco Bell. It's got the variety in. You get to substitute things. I personally like the spicy potato soft taco. It, it doesn't run through you like some of the oh, nacho oh. fries or Very other specific. things that come from bags. The crossover nobody knew they needed. No. Richie Rich and Game of Thrones. Uh, Nate, you don't watch Game of Thrones, right? No, I don't. I I just, I can't get into it. I have tried. Like season two. I was like, oh, okay, it's like let me, me try with sushi. To, with I've sushi. tried. Oh, you to tried it. I've tried to get into it. Can't get into it. Maybe we got to get you the right type of sushi because that's how it was initially, too. Listen, I've been to Nobu in New York, had the chef at the chef's table. I do not mm-hmm. like sushi. I tried. I want to because it's so cool. Did uh-huh. you spit in his face? 
I did. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get what everybody yeah. gets about Game of Thrones. I just know that they're like mythical characters and stuff. I was like, have you, see, but I'm not into that. So that's, you, the, that's right. the thing. Never ended story, all of Same. that. Not into, oh, you're not even. I tried oh, so no. hard. I tried. And I fell asleep every episode. So I was yeah. like, I'm not going to force myself to like it. Right. I don't I don't relate to these mythical Same. characters. Same. Have, yeah. you, have you tried getting really ripped? <laughs> <laughs> You could drink a lot, or you could uh, <laughs> smoke a lot, or eat a lot. Um, that just sounds like Saturday. I mean, there's no need to do that Saturday and ah, Sunday. Except that then there's things that explode, and there's dragons. and. Uh, oh, you see, dragons, I'm out. Uh, I didn't like never-ending story growing up. <gasps> I thought the dog and flying with the ears was so weird. I was yeah. like, this is weird. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> stories that end. Exactly. Stories that end. Stories and talk shows. All right, who is, is excited about Game of Thrones? Today? I am. Brian. Camera Brian. Yep. I, uh, I was reading the books before the series oh. came out. Oh. And, yeah. Like, see, like, okay. yeah. like yeah. Nate with Maria Kondo. Yes. Okay. okay. Respect. Res- respect. <laughs> <laughs> We're all hipsters here. <laughs> uh, so yes, very much looking forward to the premiere tonight. No, where are you? I, where are you, are you, are you uh, I know there's some viewing parties tonight. Are you going to a viewing party? I'm just staying at home. I got to watch it by myself with my husband. I can't. I can't watch it with other people. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be at home just solo. But I've already got a party planned for the finale. Oh, nice. Yes. Are, mm. are we invited? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Oh, this is awkward. This is taking a while. <laughs> I didn't get my. Are invitation. they invited? No. I'll I'll send you all a raven. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, I don't know what yeah. that wait, means. It's like it's a, it's a what, uh, Game of Thrones thing. What kind of thing will happen at this party? I want to know before I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. So my friend who got me into Game of Thrones, he literally. Posted a, a Facebook update saying how hard it was uh, to find peacock meat. Uh, oh my what? I am serious. <laughs> it's you not that hard. Mansion? <laughs> you one just you walk around there. You walk into the zoo. <laughs> you, it's the f- you know what? It's not that hard to kill a peacock. It's getting the feathers off. That's a real bitch. Uh, oh, you only want to kill the the men ones. Yes. The, oh. Right. Yeah. Those are stupid. Peacock for real? Like, no, no, no. Okay, no, no. just check. My uncle is I mean, a peacock. What you say? My uncle is a peacock. <laughs> no, the female peacocks are called peahens. Yes, right. Oh. right. So that's what you no cocks. Be. They Thank only have hens. Chase. Oh, the cock and then hen. Okay, uh-huh. all right. I see right. you. I Learned see you, Chase. Every podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. I uh, I remember having a Sopranos party back in the day. That Ooh. was yeah. Did anyone come? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> y'all are so dedicated to y'all TV shows. Yeah. Y'all have parties and gathering. Like, I watch I too much do more. TV. I, I watch to too more. much TV. Yeah. I need to like go to a museum I don't think or been something. To a, like a party for yeah, you should go to a museum. I used it's to have parties for Lost. Back, that's my last. Oh yes. And we'd have like tropical snacks like pineapple. I went to a Lost coconut, party where the peacock. invitations were airline tickets. Ooh. That is how dedicated people get to Lost. It's yeah. Really good. At the end of my party, we found out that we were in purgatory the whole time. Oh. It's like you can only arrive in groups of four, eight, fifteen, sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost and on all the jokes because I didn't watch Lost either. Oh. I just, the parties I host are bachelor 
parties. This is a very basic millennial thing to do, <laughs> but the bachelor, the oh, bachelorette. The oh. I thought you were dancing for groups of men that were yeah. getting married. No, okay. different bachelor parties. It's a good distinction because yeah. I was confused too. I was like, oh, okay, you gotta pay LA rent some kind of we way. Gotta I make don't money. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, bachelor no, no, no. parties. Oh yeah. 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 Incidentally, bachelor party the movie. Uh, starring Tom Hanks was my favorite movie in kindergarten. I oh, watched it in kindergarten. Yeah, I was in the afternoon kindergarten. I would watch the VHS of Bachelor Party every morning. <laughs> what did you had No adult supervision. <laughs> it was so weird, but I, re- I remember every morning before I went to afternoon kindergarten, I watched Bachelor Party. I loved it. Oh wow! I just thought of a show I actually had a party for. Oh. The ending of Oprah, because oh. that was just, that's it, literally, it was just me and my homegirl, like, just sitting down with some wine and paying homage to Mama O, before the, you know, the network line, that's it, yeah, okay, that's, yes. that's it, okay? So you're <laughs> looking at me like, really? Well, that's it, mm. this, yeah. Okay. You sat there crying, handing out Kleenexes, you get a Kleenex and you get a Kleenex. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I think watch parties get a bad rap because it's yeah. like, oh, you're just sitting there watching a thing, but the... People used to have bunko parties, and it's just a thing. What's it's a, a bunko thing party? It's a dice game. Can we play? I, <laughs> after Game of Thrones. Yeah, come by after. We'll, uh, we'll play bunko. We'll get some dice. I'll stay right here. <laughs> Ooh, Lawrence, what about you? Are you into you Game of Thrones? I am not into Game of Thrones. Ah, no. I got three. <laughs> but did you go to watch parties? Because I don't even go. I've never been to, like, a, I've never thrown or been to a TV show party. You're missing you out. Invited to what parties in lived? general, Ben. Well, that's true. I'm extremely objectionable. <laughs> <laughs> well, the question isn't is are you getting into Game of Thrones? It's uh, is Game of Thrones into you? That's not the question. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or is it really? Nobody the Game of Thrones. Is it because no. is it because the the cast of is it because it's like a white person show? Is that what it is? I don't know. I just think, well, first of all, I was just like, man, white about, people have enough diverse. time to throw parties for TV shows and yeah. shit. Oh, I was damn. like, this is very first world. There are uh, but I like it. I think it's cute. I think it's cool. But I just don't have the time for that. Look, yeah. there's a lot of white people on it, yes. Yeah. And a lot of these white people get eaten by big beasts <laughs> and roasted alive oh, by fire. Vic- for, for victims of colonialism, it's a dream. <laughs> you, you watch the invaders roast alive. And, and who's left? All the beautiful brown people from Essos come over and take everything. You're riding on your horses, you get these wonderful houses, and you take their jobs. You should have led with that. <laughs> now, what time? Uh, <laughs> it's on uh, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Okay. And on demand whenever you want. So, great, gray, gray okay. worm. So, are we predicting gray worm is going to sit on the throne? I don't care who sits on the chair. I'm watching all these people burn. <laughs> it's true. That's a, that's a good. That's a really good point. Uh, all right. On on that note, I think this is this is a good time to wrap it up, and we'll get prepared to uh, for our our various Game of Thrones parties tonight. Except Ben, he wasn't invited. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Ben, you can come and watch Oprah Winfrey Network with me. That actually sounds a lot better. That's all. Awesome. Just... All right, let me. Uh... We'll cry all over again, like it's happening for the first time. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for being here. Uh, let me just get a shout out to everyone in the room. We've got Brian Rubinow, Chase O'Donnell, Lawrence Abbott. Robert Clark Chan, Brandon Burkhart, Ben Kirshner, Rama Valori. I wasn't here. <laughs> Tanner. Tanner. And Tanner's grandfather. <laughs> My co-host, Natay. Hey. I'm Stacy Roomaker. Our next live show will be at the Virgil, May 31st. And our next podcast uh, will be in a few weeks. Thanks so much. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.